Hello ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I am Prem and you're welcome back to another episode of the Plus Jungle show. Before I start this episode, I would like to wish happy Independence Day to all Indians across the globe. And with folded hands, I bow for the forefront heroes who have been relentlessly fighting this invisible enemy and trying to save all of us in such dire times. India, the land of colors, the land of eclectic mix of culture, art, religion, cuisine, languages. Its vast demographic equips it with a variety of lifestyle. Its history has been the center of attraction in many ways, especially the colonial times when India was under the British rulers. But many do not yet know the pre-British India and how rich its values and culture has been. India always had abundance produce of jute, cotton, tea and many such agricultural riches along with silver, gold and many such precious stones. Due to which the British saw a great opportunity for wealth. So without diversifying from the topic, I just want to make a point about how India has not just been a land of snake charmers or just a rich culture. It has had a history of giving some great mathematicians to the world. from as early as the 6th and the 8th centuries this fact can be derived from the bodhyana sutras which are vedic text that covers mathematics which is a branch from the krishna yajurveda school many scientists and physicians are said to have derived a lot of knowledge from the four main sanskrit scripts called as vedas sanskrit is the oldest language which means very well done This brings me to the fact that the number of languages will only surprise you as there are 121 different languages spoken in India which are further branched out into 19500 mother tongue or dialects that are used across the people within surprised right well these are just a few to describe the versatility and beauty of India due to its vast spread demographics It's almost impossible to state the number of different cuisine and dishes in India. This place is known for its delicious palate which consists of spices, curries ranging from spicy to sour to sweet. Before this topic makes my palatable water flowing, I would like to move on to the architecture of this country. The architecture of India is a treat to watch with its sheer brilliance from rock structures to modern designs. I would like to mention few of the main types of architecture that have played an important role in shaping up what India is today. So the first one that comes to my mind is temple architecture. Yes, temple architecture has developed in almost all the regions in the country. Although the origins of the styles are the same, we can see a substantial differentiation and array of architectural styles in temple construction. This variety is mainly caused due to the geographical, climatic, racial, ethnic, linguistic and historical diversities in India. The Indian temple architecture has been classified into three broad types, namely Nagara or the northern style, Vaisara or mixed style 
and the Dravida, which is the Southern style. All these styles carry their unique regional influences and lineages. Something similar to that is Sikh architecture, which has gained immense popularity across the globe. Sikh architecture is identified with brilliant intricacy, progressiveness, incredible beauty and amazing flowing lines. That also brings me to the Mughal architectural style. This style found its root from the 16th century and continued to have a prominence till the beginning of the 18th century. It's a blend of Islamic, Persian and Indian architectural styles. The third one that comes to my mind is the cave architecture, which began in the 3rd century. The Jain monks and the Buddhist used these structures as their homes and place to worship. Some instances of this architectural styles are Chaityas and Viharas of Buddhist. Caves have been reflected in three different religions, Hinduism, Buddhism and Jainism. Something close to this is the rock-cut structures. These project the most impressive pieces of ancient Indian art. The rock-cut architecture is an art of creating a structure through carving it out of one single solid and natural rock. Most of the rock-cut structures in India are related to various different religious communities. India has more than 1,500 renowned rock-cut structures. And a number of these structures are artworks which have gained global importance. Well, these are just a few of the many diversified styles that I can mention in this time-constrained episode. For those who would be interested to read more on the architectural styles, I will mention the source website in the show notes and you could easily get more information on the same. However, as I say this, I'm getting a thought that I should make one or more episodes just describing some prominent and historic monuments of India. Well, isn't it true that some great ideas spring up just when we least expect them? So coming back to our today's topic of India and its rich culture, if you haven't been to India, then you haven't walked on earth. Okay, I'm not exaggerating and I'm not being biased. But since I have got a chance to meet many foreign visitors through my work, 99.9% of the times, I've got these thrilling responses and smiles widening from year to year when I ask them about the experience visiting India. If I could just justify my thoughts in one sentence, I would say it's a beautiful, paradoxical, chaotic place with colors, lights, dance, music, drama. And with that, I hope I have successfully convinced you to plan a trip here. Well, it's true India just needs an excuse to celebrate since it's got this vast variety of culture and religion. We have a stomach full of festivals which give us more holidays than any other country, I guess. And that makes it even more charming and vibrant, as celebration is one aspect that brings all the people together and closer. I'm sure you agree with me on that. For those who haven't got a glimpse of the exuberant festivals of India, you could just use that little device in your hand and search for Diwali, Holi, Navratri, Eid, and not to forget Christmas too. 
and to help my non-Indian friends with the correct spelling, I would mention these names in the show notes. Let me just quickly give your imaginative senses some taste of these festivals. So Diwali is a festival of lights and meeting family and friends. Whereas Holi is all about colors, water balloons, dance, party and getting crazy. This festival is so internationally loved and personally my favorite too. That special Holi events are organized in Germany and many other parts of the world. That reminds me of my love for another country, Germany. Sorry, I digress. So coming back to the festivals, let me put light on the significance of Navratri. The word Navratri is derived from Sanskrit, meaning nine nights. Nava means nine and Ratri means night. So in the east and various parts of northeast India, Navratri is celebrated as Durga Puja, where the festival symbolizes the victory of Goddess Durga over a demon named Mahishura, signifying the victory of good over evil, and therefore people indulge in a special form of dance, which is known as Garba, consecutively for those nine nights. Such festivals enable the people of India to indulge in all sorts of celebrations and unite as one not only just for the people of India, but also for guests or visitors or anyone who tries to make a space for themselves from the outside world. As there is a very popular term in the Sanskrit language, Atiti Devo Bhava, which means guest is equivalent to God. Hence, many foreigners are mesmerized by the warm hospitality and welcoming rituals of India. A brief information about the independence of India. It is celebrated on 15th August as a national holiday, as India got its independence on 15th August 1947. And today marks the 74th anniversary of its independence. And India has moved way faster in the last decade than ever before in the field of technology, education, environmental awareness and digitalization. Indians have not only proved themselves in the realm of its own boundaries, but also across the globe in form of CEOs of some of the top multinational companies. And I would like to name a few. Sundar Pichai, CEO, Google. Shantanu Narayan, an Indian-American CEO of Adobe Systems. Satya Nadella, CEO of Microsoft. These are some of the bright shining names in the galaxy of many such stars from India. Coming to think of it, unfortunately, it has taken a pandemic for most of us to realize that we have been sitting on a gold mine all this while only to anxiously search for gold elsewhere. Let me explain what I mean. Just like sometimes as humans, we take a lot of things for granted. We have also taken our culture very lightly. Such as most of us have not paid heed to our ancestral wealth, like the historic scriptures. And some of them are not only being read by Indians, but some of the world's greatest scientists have been trying to extract essential nuggets from the Vedas. Which also brings me to yoga. 
As most of you may already know that the word yoga means union. The importance of yoga has been from centuries and will always hold its relevance in decades to come. And therefore it's high time we as Indians need to extract a lot from our own well of knowledge and uphold our values. As I personally feel we need to start reading and learning a lot from our history. as it has a lot to offer for the future so delicious food with a vast variety of cuisine beautiful music ranging from classical to ghazals to bollywood to punjabi to fusion exotic landscapes ranging from mountains to beaches ocean to rivers from the north to the south east to the west an array of options for entertainment from movies to amusement parks to scuba diving river rafting trekking it's got it all so for those who have not yet visited india let's just say words are not the best to describe what your five senses will experience when you visit india and on this occasion i would like to share something that i wrote 2 years back and i hold dear to freedom is the most undervalued wealth of life spend it wisely well with this i just want to thank each one of you for supporting this show by giving your most precious wealth that is time and tuning in to listen i really appreciate you and i hope you have already subscribed rated and reviewed the show Wishing again happy independence day to everyone and have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Plus Jungle show. I am Prem and I will see you next week.